Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Well, hello, beautiful. So today we're talking about all of the changes with Instagram. There've been so many changes to this platform. It's ever changing, it's exciting. I'm gonna break this down into like four categories. Adam Monseri, who is the CEO, has been talking about you know all these changes and some things that rolled out last year where they said that they're gonna prioritize video in the feed so it will no longer be just a photo sharing app. They said they're rolling out instead of having, you know, it used to be like 30 hashtags, the more the merrier. They're now said that they're looking for three to five really quality hashtags. So you're not just hashtagging everything with a photo. I don't know where that might go in terms of like shadow banning. Like if you are hashtagging things that are not appropriate with that picture, that might lead to that. But right now they're saying they're looking for three to five quality hashtags. You can share your reels on Facebook. So these have been the recent changes. You probably already know some of these things. Story links are available to everyone. And then you can also schedule and practice lives ahead of time. So doing a live, so you can schedule it so your audience knows when the live video will be coming. Facebook has had that feature for a while, but now Instagram has. A lot of these changes they've announced, but they haven't fully developed them. They call it developing the tools. I think what they're gonna do is probably put maybe some calendar links with it, which would be fantastic, right? Because they want to make it easier for us to do video so they're looking at all of these ways. So those were some of the announcements that were last year. Then in the category of like safety and well-being, I'll kind of go over these a little bit quicker. They've had it, but they've kind of updated it. It's called Take a Break, where you can actually pause Instagram and not see. So instead of like, as a lot of people have deleted the app and they heard about that, like they were getting overwhelmed, especially during the political season, people get overwhelmed with the apps, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, and they'll delete it, but you can actually pause the app so you won't get any notifications. There's this thing called context switching. So that means like when you are focused on something and you take the time to move to another task, you actually lose momentum. So when your phone like goes off, when your phone is like, doo -doo -doo, like people always get mad at me. They're like, you never have your phone on. Like I don't have messages on. I turn off the sound for my cell phone in the daytime because I need to really focus. And if it's always beeping, they know that the brain lights up, right? They know that we like that reward, right? It's like that dopamine hit of like, oh, somebody's messaging me or oh, something I got to hear or see. And so you keep looking at your phone and you keep looking at those notifications, you get distracted, you actually don't get as much done. So definitely turning off notifications is great, but take a break is the new thing that they have. Parental controls, I think this one is a little iffy. It, they're calling it IG for kids. I'm sorry how you feel on this. I am out on this. I just, if you've seen like the social experiment, you know how this, like there's no filter on me today, but you know, I've used filters before and filters can really distort 
how you start to see yourself, right? And so if we have young kids, and for me, I have girls. So I have preteen girls and I have twin 10 year olds. For me, if they are getting their value out of likes, or if they're getting their value out of seeing themselves in this distorted way, I feel like that's very dangerous. It not only distorts our reality of ourselves, but reality of other people. Like it would be so boring if we all look the same. And that's what these apps kind of do, right? They, everybody starts to look the same. It's easy to use sometimes when you haven't put makeup on and you want to go live. And so I think there can be a time and place for them. I think sometimes they're fun, but I definitely think that yes, use with caution and the IG for kids, which is what they're rolling out, scares me. So what they have said, and now here's the thing, you could say the kids are already on, you know, these apps and, and there can be lots of arguments. I'm not here to make a, we, that could be a whole another discussion, but they've said that they're going to have parental controls. So basically you can put a time limit, you can put a timer actually on it. So your child can only be on it for a certain amount of time. And then the app will shut down. I was like, how many adults need this? Right? So you can put that, by the way, they have that it's called your activity. So you can actually see your activity and put a timer on yourself. I have this friend who she was trying to control her credit card spending. And so she took her credit cards and she put them in a cup of water and then put that in the freezer to freeze it. So then she was like, when I want to make a purchase, if I'm sitting there with the blow dryer trying to dethaw my credit card, I have a while to think about it. Yes. So, I mean, you could try to control yourself that way, but there might be ways around it. So that's the parental controls. You can see how long they're on the app. You can put timers on, you can see who they're following. You can do things like that. So those are parental controls. And also you can track your own activity so you can see how long you've been on it. The next thing that they have, this is just in their category of safety and well-being, is called sensitivity controls. So they've had this a little bit before, but now they have rolled out where you can hide the likes if you want, right? If that bothers you, you can also hide sensitive words in the DM. <laughs> so if you're like triggered by certain words, you can have those turned off, right? So they've had this somewhat on platforms, like definitely they've had this on Facebook for a while. So if certain words come up or if they think they're going to be bad words, then they, they will censor it. I know that they rolled it out differently in different countries. Like some of these things are only in the US and sometimes they try them in Australia first, right? So different countries have different controls and different, like there are at least six different versions of the Facebook and Instagram platform out there as they're testing things. One more thing, and you may have heard about this, it's called Rage Shake. <laughs> Let's just say you're on Instagram and it's not working. You can't get to something or something's not working. You can actually shake your phone. So it's called rage shake. You shake your phone, a pop-up will come up and say, report a problem. What are you having a problem with? You can type in your frustration, send it to them. I don't know who's reading this. I don't know what damage it's gonna do when you shake your phone. Make sure you don't shake it, it flies out of your hand. So that's rage shake. So that's all on their safety and well-being. The next category is creator monetization and shopping. And I'll briefly just go over this as well. This is that they again have said that they are prioritizing creators and those are people that are constantly creating content, right? So this is how like they sell things in terms of whether they sell their business, they're not a small business that's trying to just get clients. They're actually on the platform all the time and that is their job. 
So to create content for brand sponsorships usually is what it's about. So they've kind of done this thing with shopping where I, I didn't take a screenshot, but it came up where they'll offer you five or $10 off for if you do some shopping. So they're wanting people to try shopping in their app. You can go, I think, to the shopping right now and you can get 20% off plus free shipping if you on your first order on the Instagram app. Think of it like it's an online Etsy shop. And this has been popular, by the way, in China for a long time, like home shopping club, but on your social media. So that's shopping. They also have creator monetization tools. So they're rolling out, and this has been out for a while, these live badges where if you have like, you have to have at least 10,000 followers. You have to have, you have to follow all of their creator content monetization rules. They have like certain guidelines for you, meaning that you're going live so many times that you, you have to, I want to say you have to go live almost every day at the beginning or three times a week. If you remember last year, they did this thing where they gave out like $100 if you go live for at least 15 minutes and then $200, $250, something like that. But anyways, those are ways that they're trying to reward creators. Here's what you have to think about. First of all, TikTok had 3 billion downloads last year alone. 3 billion downloads, okay? so. They are looking at everything TikTok's doing and they're like, okay, we need to do more of that. If it's working for them, right, which is a good lesson in looking, you know, be true to yourself, but look at what works and model success, right? And remember, they took stories from Snapchat. The original is usually the best, right? The original is usually, we see this in prequels and like when they try to make part two of a thing and you're like, oh man, it was just, why didn't they just leave it alone? It was so good, right? Like don't mess with it. But yeah, they're trying to copy what is working for other platforms and definitely the badges and buying. And what they're seeing also is, listen, this is a machine. Like I said, you have to feed the machine, but they need so much content. And here's a reason, this is why, and I'll tell you just like a little insight of why my business, my personal business strategy of looking away from social media, we'll still use social media, but we're not using it as our main source. And we really haven't for a while, but what we're looking at long-term content that has more life. Because what happens with Instagram is it's hard to keep up with it. It's always changing. They need more and more and more. April here. Mark your calendar and cue the confetti because Elevate Your Beauty Business program is opening soon. And this is the program where I mentor beauty professionals and exclusively teach the Amplify Method, which is the most efficient way to increase your income up to 50% or more with less stress. So set your alarms for February 28th and join us in a three-day free workshop to attract premium clients consistently and to scale your beauty business with ease. More information will be coming soon, but mark your calendar for February 28th now. Right. So that's why they're trying to reward the creators come back to our platform because the creators left the platform. They were like, oh, if we have a brand sponsorship, you don't show it, right? If we have a regular video and you'll send it out to a lot of people, but if it's brand sponsored, you censor it. They said you have to pay to play. Like, okay, these are brands. We want a piece of the pie. We want, you're promoting a brand, not realizing, look, we're using your platform and that's good for you too, 
right? Like it's a win-win. Yeah. Advertising is one of those things that's gotten really tricky and we can, it could, we could even do a whole nother live on the advertising. But so the badges are a way of kind of rewarding the creators, come back to our platform. Also we'll do more brand content partnerships. Those are their words for it. So they're supporting you in more brand content partnerships and not censoring you like they used to, or even shadow banning, which means that your account did not get seen. So are you ready to get into the fee changes? These changes are also going to roll out slowly. They're talking about all the things that they're wanting to do. And, and listen, they're talking about like more transparency. And these are some of the things that we're all like, I roll. Here's some things that will help your business. So first of all, they've said, as they keep saying that they are doubling down on videos. So Adam Monseri, the CEO of Instagram had said, listen, it's 2022. We're doubling down on video. We are going to consolidate all video formats. And he said video formats around reels. So that's really interesting. He didn't go into what that means, but that's what he said. He said, there's going to be some fee changes, which we'll get into. So first of all, you can delete a carousel picture. So let's just say you had a carousel, which is, as you guys know, like four different pictures or more in a row. And maybe it was a trip that you took with your boyfriend to Vegas and you were showing Vegas and you were showing you. And then in the middle, there's one of the two of you kissing and you guys break up and you no longer want that one of you two in there. You want to keep all of the others. You can just go in and just delete that one. Or if there's like one where there's like, you look back at it and you're like, ah, eh, that's not so great. Or maybe you made a graphic and now you changed how you think about that thing. So you can go in and just delete one picture or post in the carousel without deleting the whole carousel. So you can delete it for 30 days. And then if you decide you want it back, you might get it back if you guys get back together. <laughs> but then if you don't reinstate it in 30 days, it's deleted permanently. And so I thought that was interesting. By the way, that's only on iOS. So that's only if you have an Apple device. You cannot do that on a Samsung or an Android device. So that's interesting. So when we talk about how they roll out different things in different countries, they also roll out different things on different devices. So I'll tell you about two others. There's one called voice effects. And so this is how you can modify reels where you can put your voice on it. And then there's text to speech. So this is where you can, it will say you have a little piece of text, right? It will make an auto generated voice. So it's not your voice that will read the text out loud on your reels. So they're just looking for ways to make reels more entertaining. Also, you can put a comment in a reel, which again, TikTok has had for a long time. So if you want the latest version, make sure you update the app so you know that it's working. It's called hashtag IG playback. So maybe you made a video or a reel and somebody made a comment. Now you can reply to a reel with a reel. I mean, let's get real. I think like, let's get real. Who's got that much time? But anyways, you can. It is connection to your audience. It shows that you're listening. You're not just like posting and ghosting. Right. I just made that up posting and ghosting. <laughs> so it shows connection with your audience. It also is a visual. So people know what you're responding to, right? What this video is about. There's a visual up there kind of like having lower thirds in a video. It like keeps people interested. And I think the other thing is it's already something TikTok's doing where they have this, what are they call, They're calling it visual replies, visual replies, IG feedback. So you can do that again, the real to the real response, and then also a comment and keep that comment. I want to say two things. First of all, I always say to my students, listen, marketing works, right? Marketing is about knowing your 
message of how you help the client with your superior solution. You are overcoming objections, right? You're overcoming any risk, any perceived risk that they have. You are articulating your value of why you have a superior solution over the competition. And you're giving them a call to action to say, you know, come in, right? So that's marketing and sales. That works. It can work on any platform. So whatever you choose to focus on. Sometimes I tell my students you have a lot of what I call half-built bridges, right? And so whatever you choose to go in, all in on, it's going to work, right? And so if Instagram is your, you know, where you're going to put your flag down, where you're going to, that's your place of getting clients, then you have to just embrace these changes. So if you were doing a lot of pictures and you were just doing a lot of before and after pictures and that was working for you, that's fantastic. But the bad news is that will not work in the future like it did, right? Because they have said they're prioritizing video, they're prioritizing all of these things. So this is what you need to know with all of these changes. The good and the bad about social media is it's always changing, so it keeps us interesting. So that's great as like a user. As a business owner, it can be frustrating because you're like, oh, now I got to figure out reels. Now I got to, who's got time for it? My issue with reels is always just that they don't have longevity. If I create something, I want to be able to multi-purpose it and I want to be able to use it in many ways and I want people to find it later on and be able to get value out of it. It seems to be like, you know, nobody's going back and searching reels from like two months ago. Rarely, right? The strategy with that is the hashtags with it. And the key to know is that it's going to help you get that audience attention, right? So that's where it's getting you. And sometimes we see accounts grow really fast. They get a lot of followers that might not even be their followers, right? And so it does give you the attention. It gets the audience watching. And then you have to then from there know how to build trust and know how to monetize right? And know how to build that connection. And so you're able to change it. Yes. Yeah, so know whatever platform, if you're feeling like, oh, these changes are getting me down, just know whatever platform, like I said, you decide to focus on and go all in on, it can work for you. So just know that. So we talked about the video and that's in the feed and the IGTV and the reels. That's what they're really prioritizing now. The feed is changing. Hallelujah. The feed is changing dramatic pause because it's not fully changing. So let's just say, okay, so first of all, if you remember back in the day, it was a Tuesday. No, I'm just kidding. Is when we had that chronological feed, right? And so you would see all of the things. And then they brought in the algorithm, the algorithm gods. And they said, we are going to tell you what we think you would like to see because there's too much for you to see all of it and so we are going to tell you what we think you would like to see based on your likes and the likes of others the problem with this is then it made us say oh we have to feed the beast so we'd say things like okay guys make sure you like and comment below if you're getting value out of this or give me a i used to say on facebook lives all the time give me a hashtag gem for a, like a gem and like write the word gem and then hashtag gem and then what they found valuable. And so what we were doing is we were asking for comments and likes and shares because we know that if it gets more of that, they're going to promote it to more people. And so that's where the algorithm really frustrated people because what happens for the small business 
is the small business stays small and just a numbers thing. This is like that expression, like the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. It's like the people that had a lot of followers that were early adopters to the platform that are early adopters to what the platform rolls out. So like if you're talking about trends, trends have a curve. You want to be on that trend curve like as it's riding up, not as it's riding down. Right. What, so when it has the most momentum, when they were showing, if you did a reel at the beginning of 2020, or let's see, did they roll out in 2020? I think they rolled out in 2020. I think they rolled out like mid 2020, or even the beginning of 2021. If you were doing reels, you were getting shown to everyone. Like they were just so happy that people were doing this new thing. They were like, yes, they want to show like everybody's doing it. Therefore, they want to promote it. So your page would get shown. So here's the thing for a lot of small businesses, they weren't getting seen. And so now they have three options for your feed. The three options are home, favorites and following. So home will be everything that you have now, the same algorithm platform that's showing you what they think you would like to see based on who you follow and who you've commented on. That's not changing. Home will stay part of home. It will still be algorithm that's based on likes, DMs, all of those things, right? That's another reason why a lot of people say DM me this word, because if you DM someone, Instagram, the algorithm, says, oh, these people are friends. These people are connected. She likes what they like, right? And so it will show you more of their, their content. So DMing is an interesting way to get in front of more people and without them even realizing it. And also you can run ads based on people that have engaged with your content, which is a DM, right? Direct message. So that's home. Home is everything that you know now. The second is favorites. So that will be only a few. I think that they're saying like three to five, maybe more. Who knows? They haven't officially rolled it out. They said it's going to roll out in the first quarter of 2022. You could follow up to three accounts, meaning that they would show up at the top of your feed, everything that they do. You could follow a certain page that you, you know, you can still do that. Pages and groups and things like that. You can have them show up priority, but you can only have three up there. So then number three is following. So this is the big news for the small businesses because following. So first of all, they've also said just to go back to home, which is the normal feed. They said that they're going to have more recommendations. They're going to sometimes throw a random recommendation based on what you are already liking in your favorites or what you are already liking from the accounts. If they see we follow a lot of beauty accounts, they might say, we recommend that you follow this person. You would also like their content. So they're also gonna roll out recommendations. Okay, so that's happening in home. So the following, so again, it's home, favorites, and following. Following is everyone you're following in a chronological feed, just like the old days, the way it used to be. So this helps the small businesses, in my opinion, not have to worry about the algorithm. So here's the catch. It's going to be a little drop down menu and drop down. So it's right under the word home and then you would click on it and it's a drop down menu to see whether you put it on favorites or following. And we have no control of what, first of all, how many people are going to really find out about this and know that they can change it? How many people in your audience 
are going to be privy to this information and know that they can change it, first of all. Second of all, they can change it and change it back. So maybe one day you decide you're going to just see your favorites and you just want to see what's happening with your favorites. And then maybe you want to switch over to in that same day, you want to switch over to following and see the following. I think that Clubhouse did this as well, right? Clubhouse looked at the various different things that you might be interested in and suggested like, and you could have different things would show up. So I liked what they were doing with it as well. Who knows where this will go? I think the good news is that it does give people options, right? For a lot of small businesses it will help before the home was just based on ranking right and so it was it felt like a popularity contest and it felt like a lot of things like it was very hard for like a lot of small businesses to get seen because it was just they said it was personalized based on your likes and things like that but it really was a ranking system that didn't allow everybody to be shown now you have your choice of what you're going to see we'll see what people choose we'll see if people know about it we'll see how much development happens with this and and what they do but yeah the chronological order is like the big announcement that people were kind of like really cheering for which is exciting most of the changes and updates are positive i think sometimes as a small business when we are spinning all the plates juggling all the balls when we're doing all the things what other analogy can i use wearing all the hats <laughs> anything like that we feel like oh it's just one more thing for me to figure out and learn and that can be frustrating i know for me two days ago i went on king sumo to put everything in and they have some type of glitch going on i worked on it for hours to upload to have things run the way i wanted it to run but i couldn't get it to upload the picture therefore it would not save the whole contest I had my assistants try it in other countries i tried it on different devices different browsers incognito browsers all the things it just wasn't working and turns out it's a glitch with the app and that is super frustrating because not only did i waste hours trying to figure it out but it's not going to go as i planned right so i had to kind of jump ship and look at a whole new platform for running this contest i think the big lesson is that when you look at all of these changes with the platform, we all have only so many hours in a day. And I look at those hours, our time is kind of like energon cubes, if you would, you know, right? Like so much energy and time. And what are you going to put it towards? And you wanna look for ways of leveraging your time, meaning getting the most out of it, right? And so look for ways to multi-purpose it, look for ways to have the biggest results. Even if you're just improving 1% a day, look at that improvement over the course of a year, right? Getting better. Okay, I gotta run. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.